1: Greetings! Welcome in final hour of the program here on a Monday night, finishing up Major League Baseball games. We're watching replays of the Little League World Series, which is always fun. Bucky and I uh, enjoying watching pitch selection and players mean mugging their uh, teammates <laughs> after missed plays. Uh, watching an inning earlier, two pop ups fall in one a shallow left field. Loses it in the light, diving can't come up with it. Uh one a pop fly down the right field line. Right fielder has no clue. Literally throws his hands up, like I don't know. Drops about a foot in front of him. And you see the pitcher slowly starting to melt down. They bring in a pinch hitter, right? Except for the beard, he looked like Jason Wirth. Right. He comes in. He's like 5'9. <laughs> no. He's a monster coming to the plate. Uh gets him two pitches on the black. Right. So uh outside corner, 0-2 challenges him, fouls one back. And then on the fourth pitch, the catcher doesn't even get down in his squad. He's literally standing there with his glove chest high. Like it's coming right here, big boy. And he blew blows it past him. And you can just see the little celebratory moment by the pitcher. Like, all right, that's one, but he's still looking down the left, left fielder. And he looks down the right field. Like I still got a pitch out of this. So it's one of the, the moments of the day for me as we've had sporting events round the clock, right. With the, uh, Olympic events in Tokyo, and even going back, as we talked about a little bit with Jason Lockett for uh, earlier in the show with Euro 2020, Waking up at six o'clock and there's soccer Mm -hmm. live and in living color. So it's all the fun stuff. Mike Arman with Bucky Brooks here with you. Uh, Jason Smith will be back tomorrow. We've talked a lot about the NFL, a lot about the pageantry, and we'll get back into the Hall of Fame weekend in a moment. But here was one of the great calls from a baseball game, not really about baseball uh oftentimes you know in the booth when something goes awry on the field you know the errant person who decides hey i'm gonna run across the field and you know win a bar bet with my friends uh and see if i can get to the other side and see what i can i can do well oftentimes the microphones are off and the booths ignore it right there's no (laughs) camera on it no nothing but in this age of video uh off your phones and everybody's uh an amateur cameraman. This came from the Dodger game yesterday.
2: Look at the fan on the move. Doesn't quite have speed, although he's very elusive. High step in his way. Into center field, then into the right field corner, and he hurdles the sidewalk, crashing into the first row. That was quite the wrap.
1: All right, well, that, that's the, uh, the right play. Was not the Charlie Steiner call of excitement that I was anticipating. I was like, where's Charlie? Because uh, the Dodgers and got fired up to a whole other level. But you get the point. It, in the end, evades a number of would be tacklers on the field, only to be felled by the ball woman, ball girl in the corner, and gets the guy to go over the top where they're able to drag him out. So the call takes takes the next level of I think it's the ball boy. It's like no, it's the and they knew her by <laughs> name and and the whole whole night yard. It's really uh, next next level stuff. But we we oftentimes when when someone does this and I'm I'm at an event. I'm like I, I just want to see it like in football because I think they've been given a little more leeway on the college fields and the NFL where if a guy gets out there and the security guard gets a clean shot. They take, take sh- their clean shot.
6: Take a shot. I mean, I've, we've seen it on more than one occasion. Uh, I think the guy who's actually in charge of strength and conditioning with the Jaguars, Anthony Slagle, when he was at Ohio state, he might've, uh, what am I man call it? Uh, Goldberg. He might've speared. done a Goldberg yeah.
1: spear on a guy. He might've, he
6: might've speared a guy that happened to be running across with not his clothes on. And he had to take one for the team that, that, that was not a pleasant sight. No one wants to see a guy get hit like that. But hey, man, this—it's it's one of those things. You—you you venture across those lines at your own risk.
1: Well, I got to think there—we haven't seen it yet, but I got to imagine there there's going to be a linebacker or defensive back or someone just decides I'm tired of this nonsense mm-hmm. and takes it in their own hands, and then we start getting into litigation and all that nonsense because it'll be like, oh, you know, look, the NFL linebacker hit me. It's like. No, you are an idiot and came onto the field to play, and you could very easily say, you know what, I don't know what this guy's intent is. I'm taking him down. In this case, it was a nice leisurely, hey, I'm running from here. And he's, it looked like his even his jackass buddies were <laughs> one of the videos I saw. So you got the first yeah. steps going down mm-hmm. towards the field. So, yeah, it's, it's an element uh, of the game. But between that and the marathon guy that knocked over all the water bottles uh, in eventful uh, a <laughs> couple of days there and, and makes for some great calls and, and celebration of sports, uh, just uh, I advise it, it doesn't look good on your resume. Hey, when we do a background check, you ever have any trouble with the law? Yeah, what'd you do? Yeah, I had an extra Miller Lite, and then I tried to sprint across a field. All right, then. Good job by you. Uh, we we will look elsewhere for our next employee. So Hall of Fame weekend came and went. We celebrated the pageantry on Thursday with the Hall of Fame game. We talked a little about it earlier with Dwayne Haskins and taking advantage of his opportunities. Yeah. The Cowboys, they've got a month, right? It's a month from today where the Cowboys take on the Buccaneers. So we got plenty of time for Dak Prescott, to get right in the interim these backups who would mm. have to see action get some action right? right but i think it goes to the the overall point bucky of how important it is, is it to get reps we got coaches sean McVay, famously just said my guys aren't playing and then it ends up with a super bowl appearance so people say look it works and then you got bruce aarons they won the super bowl saying our guys need to play we only got three games we got some stuff to work out. We got some new guys that need to find their space. I mean, how do you find that happy medium?
6: No, I mean, I think most of the teams that are successful, they're always working. They're always getting after it. Uh, you're trying to put together a product because football is a repetition sport. You have to get reps to breed confidence and have success. And so when you hear these coaches, these grizzle coaches, like, about, I mean, we got to get our reps in. We got to get this because that's all they know. Um you know, in, in thinking of doing it differently, like it's fine that you would like to do it differently, um, but you bring about more attention and, and scrutiny. You said when you go a little different than the norm, we've seen multiple method, methods work, but I tend to skew towards the safe and the other way. Just keep know?
1: the line moving, right? I and mean, it goes back to the in beating a... The, the drum again it's like your continuity right and and we know in this league a quarter of the jobs churn over every year yeah right so in terms of developing what you want to do trying to outthink the room in yes. this league while you want to be an innovator mm-hmm. in between the white lines in terms of your coverages and schemes and everything that that's fine but trying to outthink the room just in terms of work and putting in the work and and how you move forward, right? Because second, secondary guys need to get their reps yeah. because they're going to be called on at some point, right? Yeah. There are certain rosters that we know that most of the money is in 10 guys, mm-hmm. right? So you need to make sure whoever their backups are get their reps and are prepared if they need to step in, right? Because the machine mm-hmm. breaks down pretty quickly thereafter. But it's that delicate balance of risk-reward but if you're playing scared, you're not yeah, winning yeah, anyway.
6: Yeah, you play scared, you, you can't win. So what you have to do is you just got to play you guys. Um, you got to hope that, look, your strength and conditioning program has put your guys in a situation where they're in the best shape of their lives. We go play. We walk up the field. We do what we do. Like, you don't necessarily make these wholesale changes. You can't put them in little egg crates until, until <laughs> again, You gotta, they have to play. Oh, and they're bubble stuff. wrap. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta put them out there. Well,
1: that's why we're excited coming this weekend, right? We get our first – look at at many of these players and and certainly this rookie quarterback crop has gotten a lot of headlines certainly in San Francisco when Shanahan says yes, Trey Lance is going to see the field. Mm Talking about the regular season in Chicago as much as they can laugh about and people can mock me about QB one, Andy Dalton. You've heard nothing but glowing reviews coming off of players and media scribes that have attended workouts about Justin Fields. You got Mac Jones going up against
6: Kim. Cam Newton
1: up in New England and then well, there's Trevor Lawrence. So which one of these is not like the other uh, in terms of competitions? And even though he hasn't been named the starter, we all presume, barring some catastrophic event, he starts week one, but we're going to get three weeks to at least start to see what all the hype has been about.
6: Yeah, uh, I think Trey Lance, I think that situation is really interesting because only 17 collegiate stars, but Already, you're hearing the wow factor, the mm-hmm. accolades, like the unnecessary accolades, too. Like the ones you, we don't ask you to put flowers on these guys, but Kyle Shanahan has been offering up, like, hey, we definitely are going to play him. He has to be on the field in a package. He has to do something. That certainly can't make your starting quarterback feel.
1: Good well, as I said, if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, right? I'm looking around, I'm like, all right, I win, right? He wins at a 75% clip to this point. Can't stay he healthy. Does.
6: He does. I think, I think the biggest thing with. Jimmy Garoppolo had or two. Health situation has been an issue. Processing has been an issue. Um, going back to the Super Bowl, the long overthrow to Emmanuel Sanders, mm-hmm. it appeared Chen was very upset about that. Not only just because yeah. it was a long foul ball and they missed out on the, the connection, but it just didn't, didn't work. So I think. In that situation, when you have a, a Trey Lance, someone who gives Kyle Shanahan to mix in what he did and watch a little bit of that quarterback run game, sexy, sizzle, all the stuff that you get, we saw. They get that. all that
1: sizzle in they there, get sure, all the which you can't they, do with Jimmy. One, because he can't do it. Two, if you call it for him, he may not get back in the <laughs> huddle. I don't mean to be glib about <laughs> I mean, it, but, I, all, but yeah, I call yeah, it what it, it yeah. is because I like Jimmy. Like I, I think Jimmy's a good quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? No. no. Is he a guy that really would allow you to take advantage. Because you look at, they got speed for days if all those guys are healthy, right? Yeah. When you look at those wide receivers between Debo and Ayuk, Kittle back and healthy, Mm -hmm. Mostert out of the backfield. If you can make this thing churn, you're a contender.
6: Yeah, I mean you're absolutely a contender. I think their defense is the same. Except, defensively, they brought in a bunch of guys at the spots that they play. So... It's, it's, it's one, of the, one of these things where, when you're trying to figure out and assess when is the right time, the player will let you know when the right time is. When you start looking at the performance day after day after day and they're playing at an exceptionally high level and others are kind of in and out and up and down, oh, you can tell how we're going to go when it comes to it.
1: I can see how excited you are just thinking about moving those chess pieces around there well, in San Francisco. I mean,
6: well, because, because, Look, this is the best of both worlds. Like, Kyle Shanahan's run game is already a nightmare to deal with, sure. right? And Jimmy Garoppolo can't threaten defenses by coming out the back door on bootlegs or any of that stuff. Now you put a legitimate weapon in the bootleg or under center. You now have to keep your eyes on on him. And so when I think about Trey and what this offense could be, because we've seen Raheem Morseau, Moster- hit his head on the goalpost, just splitting big runs. So many guys could split big runs. I think he's kind of scary. I keep my eye on that. Um, I think the other situation, Justin Fields and Andy Dalton is interesting because it appears that the Dolphins are trying to keep him wrapped up, but the football world is like, hey, we got to we got to let Justin Fields go. What are we doing? Well, that, like, why, that's, why, that's why, the why, big question. Well, why, so why,
1: let's, are, we, let's continue with that because you still have Nick Foles who's running. with you got a lot of money invested in uh, two I mean, veteran he's, quarterbacks. He's just, he's and and you draft Justin Fields. So, from a personnel perspective, you, you're a scout. You're a guy who's been in this game. Want to get your thoughts on that. We'll do that next. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. This is The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card
0: helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
3: to start listening
1: welcome back in it's fox sports radio jason smith show with mike arman here bucky brooks is in jason stead you see bucky nfl network here on the weekends two to five on saturdays and then certainly in with me tonight uh one of the the men we call on when smith uh taps out to uh make <laughs> me sound better. better well he <laughs> tapped out Look, it was that Zach Wilson performance. We're talking about young quarterbacks. He had some issues. Mm, and the out. the reports have not been uh, glowing at times uh, <laughs> of what they're trying to build there for the New York football Jets. Because it's no longer, you can't blame Sam Darnold anymore. right? No. It's like the old uh, Doc Rivers line, uh, you know, th- channeled through Jamie Foxx. You can't blame Blake. Don't blame Blake. Well, now you can't blame Sam Darnold for any ills because he's gone. Uh, but in Chicago, we were talking going, going around with the rookies because, look, like, there's there's all the stories and and certainly when you draft a quarterback highly, you're you're going to get the poison pens. Or if they're showing any level of of acumen and maybe beyond what you would expect in week two to three of training camp from a rookie, the the glowing reviews start to come, which means the term quarterback controversy Mm -hmm. starts to flow in as well. And in Chicago, they had Nick Foles. We saw him last year. So like anybody in for those who didn't, uh, anytime there's the quick solution of trade for Nick Foles, go back and watch what he did last year. This was not the guy that got his statue erected.
6: Okay? It only works it only works in Philadelphia when Frank Reich is also whispering sweet nothings in his ear. Outside of that, it hasn't worked.
1: It didn't work. He was terrible. And then they put Trubisky back in, and guess what? They changed how they looked at on the offensive end and they scored thirty points a game. Go figure. Make a couple of changes, which you could have done before. But this isn't about yelling at Matt and Aggie for sin's past. We talk about the, the future, and you have Andy Dalton that you brought in, a guy who's – been in the playoffs and we know uh all the trials and tribulations in cincinnati getting to the first round and and bounce and that andy dalton has had some weaponry at his disposal mm-hmm. uh in his career and then we come to chicago and you're looking at alan robinson and i i like darnell mooney a lot uh as a guy second mm-hmm. year man 50 plus catches last year i think he he's, a he's a guy that's got a chance and colt Komet, who for whatever reason They didn't get on the field nearly as much as it seemed. No, it's weird.
6: It's weird because he was such a weapon at Notre Dame, big, physical, just a big body control in the middle of the field. They they didn't utilize him. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a Bears fan. So when I look at the Bears, the offense leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, it just lacks some It it lasts that sizzle that you're looking for. I need some sizzle. And – it doesn't happen. And so that's why, in my estimation, this has to be a fast track to get Justin Fields on the field. Um, he should at least be like able to do some of this stuff that young quarterbacks have been able to do in recent years. Come in, not only spark it, but master the system, get them going, get him ready. Because we have seen eight of the last ten franchises in the Super Bowl had a quarterback on a playing on a rookie contract and so the reason why you want to rush to get the young guys on the field because you want to know where you're at you want to know you want to make that run if this is the opportunity to make the run you want to go and so i don't know i just think for you got to put him in man put him in quit waiting Take well, a quit being scared because the other part
1: is being scared slash pragmatic of the faster he's out there and if it goes wrong then we're out of jobs <laughs> I
6: mean, but you can't hide him. You can't hide him behind a. You can only hide so bed. long.
1: No, I just it's just the idea of the the different philosophies that a team may take, especially if they're not hundred percent sure that a guy is is ready to roll. And you, you already had ten million committed to Foles when you bring in Andy Dalton. I know, and it's then, then you a, still draft weird,
6: Justin Fields. Such a, such a weird deal, all around.
1: Right, so you got but, Foles commenting and how he's working with the scout team and just kind of hanging out because look, he's going to collect his money one way or the other. And then you got Dalton, who through all of their off-season messaging is all right. Here's QB one, and then you got Justin Fields just going to work, and then the reviews are glowing. So now you're already at a point of all right, why when you had the veteran quarterback, even you didn't believe that he was going to be a mm-hmm. starter for you, mm-hmm. but he's still on your roster. Yes. Why do you then go in and get Andy Dalton? Like, it makes no sense whatsoever None. to then select Justin Fields.
6: I Look.
1: While I love the pick, don't get me wrong. <laughs> well, well,
6: I th- I think a couple things. One, they didn't know Fields was going to be in range because many of us assumed that he would be gone well before they picked. They saw him sliding and they made that identity. Hey, If he gets close enough, we may just, you know, pull the trigger and go get our guy because he's our he's our guy. Like he's he's the guy that they deemed to be the guy. And so, I think there's a lot of pressure mounting, outside pressure on them to show the world. But I think they're. I mean, they're really focused. I mean, really, really locked in. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, a bunch of it comes back down to can that defense that wore down. And had injuries yeah, and such in the second Here, half. Kind of like Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Where you, you won all those games, but then you had the attrition. And as much as people want to point at problems on the offense, defensively, they didn't have their 11. Likewise, mm. the Bears down the stretch had mm-hmm. opportunities. The defense let them down in a number of spaces. And from a personnel perspective, you just didn't have your, your starters anymore.
6: No. So it's it's funny that you bring up all those things. Like, there are a couple points that I'll make about the Bears. On defense, Khalil Mack needs to show up and show out. Gave up a lot to get him. He needs to be able to be a dominant force each and every week to the point where it's annoying how much we're having to like, take on and laminate and do all this other stuff. And so, I believe the Bears, new defense coordinator, has to straighten it up. they got to tighten it up. They need to be more accountable to do a better job of hustling and being courageous and all this other stuff. They can control all this. So, it's, it's it's one thing to be super conservative because you worry about Brasher's confidence. I don't think he believes really, any stage is too big for him.
1: Yeah, I think it's an interesting piece. Eddie Goldman's currently on the the IR. He didn't play a year ago. No, he did. A- Akeem Hicks got hurt, so like
6: those are two. Roquan big... Smith is a star, and,
1: and then you got Roquan Smith who shows out. So you, you do have a base. That you should be able to work with, so that's the curiosity, especially when you then go and I, and I, and I get the idea of Justin Fields slid to you, right now. But how different, how different are Andy Dalton and Nick Foles? That's all I want to ask in terms of bringing in the second guy. I
6: that, mean, that's
1: NFL analyst slash Chicago. So here's, here's
6: what i would say the the Lopez thing is hard, no, because the way here, but they they have to talk to him and 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 get all of that stuff situated when it comes to like, do I want Foles, do I want Dalton, which one is which, but F- F- Dalton is getting first crack at not, Justin Fields has to continue to develop on the other thing, but I tell you man every time we look at these clips on social media man, dude is making big, throw after making big throw after throws, making his throws, like, right just some of those throws like, dealing, you've seen from Patrick Mahomes, dealing from and... the pocket, he's just out here playing like he should play because He's a big time talent.
1: Well, and when he's still, getting out to the edge and that little flip of the wrist that's going thirty five yards down the field, all of those things that entice you, Bucky.
6: I mean, they do entice me. I do like some of that stuff. Like, I mean, I, I think you should like that. I think I, I like I think, it. Once, I think what you have once it comes into a game. I think what you have is as a. Bears fan, like you have a little bit of imposter syndrome, like you just kind of don't, you don't know if good things can come your way, like being the Bears. Like I mean, I know '85 was a long time ago, it but is. it's coming back. It is it's a coming long time back.
1: Ago. Right now, I'm I'm worried about the the White Sox and their run to October. Uh, and look, wait, wait, I, right, I, I may be the right. last uh, Mitchell uh, Trubisky apologist out there. So he went to uh, the Bills Mafia, which is good for him.
6: <laughs> I mean, he went to Bills Mafia, and they're excited to have him there, Sean. <laughs> Not Sean, Sean Dermott McDermott. Yep. has talked about like what he brings to the table as an athlete being able to get some things that can add a little dimension to the offense without really radically overhauling everything but and
1: you so, know but i go back to those final five games of the year anybody that played fantasy football watched that team and david montgomery and everybody start putting up numbers like where was this offense the first nine weeks matt Nagy? Like Again, not declaring Trubisky some sort of hero, but that's what his skill set was. Mm-hmm. Why did you try to force him into a six-yard box between the tackles? Yeah, that's all. I mean, all. That, I mean He valid. wasn't Nick Foles. That's valid. <laughs> that's all I'm asking. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we talk about another runner. He says, we'll see. I'm a little nervous about that because it may have a domino effect.
6: Like I slid that in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know. I, I dig it. Now I, I I have to say this because... My son took me down this rabbit hole when it came to Jello watching uh, the balls play in, in Summer League. Mm-hmm. Man, Jello can actually play. He can actually shoot. Hit a couple three-pointers, had a hustle play, looked like a little baller with the Summer League team, playing on his brother's Summer League team. His brother's off to the side chilling while he's playing. But LaMelo was just watching Jello just go go off and so if he plays the way that he played last night just all effort and energy oh he definitely is a good fit
1: 10 points, 5 boards, 4 of 8 from the field, 1 of 4 from three point range like sometimes uh, what do we always say? You need to know somebody, right? You know, it's as every, much everyone, what you
6: know as who you know. Everybody needs everybody needs a hookup.
1: And for summer league, if you can get the invite there's always just the chance that you get to hang around. Right? Yeah. We see the back end of rosters change out quite a bit in the NBA. So why why not take I mean, a shot? And if it's going to make his brother happy, because that's the other part. He's now your star. He's your rookie of the year. So if it's going to make, uh, make your star happy in a league where guys after two to three years decide, hey, I'm done with this place, I'm going to go, concessions really mean a lot anymore.
6: Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's one of those things where you, you're sitting here and you, you're just looking at it and you, you, you're watching it. And I, I think something is a great opportunity to build momentum and chemistry with these teams that are really, really young. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about the Hornets and, look, they made great strides a year ago, but there's still something – missing. Well, in the Summer League, you get a chance to see some of those guys, and when you think about how many games and how hard they play and being able to look at the traits and which guys can be, as you talk about, the bottom, the bottom part of the roster and which guys can be your two-way guys that can go up and down from G League to the NBA team, you're looking for all of that, and I just think the best teams and the teams we've heard talk about the best player development systems, they pour into who they take and how they utilize those on their summer league team and i think that is the difference that's why those franchises have been blue chip franchises for the last 20 years
1: all about scouting i mean look we talk about the dodgers a lot right in terms of the internal growth and having mm-hmm. a scouting department that works you churn out prospects which means yes unfortunately sometimes you've got to give up some of those prospects to go get the heavy hitter for the run right now as they did uh with, with max Scherzer. Uh, and and Trey Turner at the deadline, but certainly mm-hmm. in the NBA, same type of thing. Scouting comes in to such a huge degree, and where you got have guys on the margins, they might not have to do it every night, but you have a guy that you can rely on should injuries befall you or a schedule uh, mean you got to steal some minutes. So here's an opportunity to get some growth. Guy that we're watching in the NFL right now, uh, the comeback for Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. Bucky, Uh, Week two, lost to the Bears, tore his ACL, so now we're looking at 10 10 months since the injury, a little over 10 months, and we're at, you know, get to a year if we're at week one. When asked if he'll be ready, quote, I don't know, we'll see. (laughs) that's as much as he's going to give you. Uh, Aggressive timeline, right? Getting back in a year. Obviously, it's not the same injury it was even five years ago. No,
6: it's not the same injury. But, I mean, obviously, you tend to err on the side of caution. So, you don't want to throw him out there and let him be um, knocked around by somebody falling and those things. Even though you can trust guys to be like pros, it's still a little different. Um, I think before he can engage in – some of this other stuff, like I just need to continue to see. I just want to see more. Just want to continue to see, like more of it, kind of blossom and and happen for him. Because here, here's what I like about Saquon Barkley. One, number two overall, running back. People will tell you, at running back. Oh, you shouldn't take them that high. Well, when you take them two, it's because Dave Gettleman saw him as a. Gold Jackie guy. He's quoted saying that. Mm-hmm. Now I believe that Saquon Barkley certain has certainly has that ability and talent, but the first couple of years, they didn't have enough around him where they could lean into that part of his game. Well now they're no excuses. Like they 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 got some pretty talented playmakers on the outside. So now what we need to see from Saquon is the consistency because even in his great year, his rookie year, it's still more boom or bust. Two yards, three yards, two yards, three yards, twenty six, two yards, two yards, minus one, minus four, just thirty. And that's our stat line we read. It so is you just
1: describe one of the greats of all time. It's Barry like Sanders. you're reading me some Barry Sanders box Th- I mean, scores right that, there, that, right?
6: That, that, that's it. But man, it's so hard to sustain drives when you're you're just waiting on the big play. I mean, it's like station to station baseball. Like you're just waiting on the big play mm-hmm. to clean the bases. I don't know how sustainable that is within the confines of the Giants' offense and how they attempt to move the ball.
1: Now, as you mentioned, heavy hitters in that line about the skill positions. You brought in Kadarius, Tony, uh, John Ross, who, if he can stay healthy, at least gives you a deep threat you have to pay attention to, take the safety off. Darius Slayton, Dante Pettis, Kenny Galladay comes over from Detroit, and Kyle Rudolph, Evan Ingram Mm -hmm. are your Tight end tandem. That's a lot of names, right? A that's names. a lot of talent. Lot of uh, offensive line. They were they had pretty good continuity last year. Yeah, they weren't uh, decimated they weren't by great. injuries. But it comes down to: Do you believe in Daniel Jones? It,
6: it, that, but even more importantly, that like, because we everyone has kind of lumped this on Daniel Jones. How much do you believe in Jason Garrett? Well, that because the play call really has an impact on the the decision maker. And so, if the play caller is putting together a whack game plan, the decision maker with the ball in his hands will have a tough time figuring out who to get it, who to get it to. Now, I'm going to use that as my analysis: a whack play caller, <laughs> uh, and,
1: and not from the Western Athletic Conference. Uh, Devontae Booker, Elijah Penny, Gary Brightwell—those are your running backs behind Saquon Barkley. Mm. Not exactly names that inspire fear when you're trying to establish your balance.
6: No, I mean like. <laughs> And obviously, you're not things. equating
1: anybody to Saquon, but in terms of having a number no, two I mean, like, yeah, like that it, stands out, yeah, like, it's it, like, not. like
6: like that's how it comes down to. Like we can make it as simple as uh, if we were playing pickup flag football in the park on Thanksgiving. Like it's really simple. You assess who you're playing against. You can tell. Oh, okay, he's the guy. Yeah, no, no. Oh, there, there's another one. Okay, we need to make sure we take care of these two guys. Right. Everybody else. And I, I've seen
1: that at, at my daughter's soccer games. You'll yeah. have the coach point out two numbers and, and that's it. There's there's your focus. And I'm sure you do it as well, looking at playmakers across the field mm. as well, right? Where that mm. you're gonna get to that assessment. But for Daniel Jones, part of it is ball security. Oh, I mean it's a
6: huge part of it. He, he but but it I mean over. in terms
1: of his game, right? Of Fumbles that confidence. And interceptions.
6: Can't can't keep giving games away.
1: Yeah, I, I'm hopeful to have Saquon Barkley out there to reestablish balance in the force. But to your point, as much as he may be your franchise guy and mm-hmm. a guy you're looking to put a gold jacket on, rushing him back, no, it's uh, just going to make you you look all that that worse uh, in terms of that selection. Uh, atop the draft. Uh, But you mentioned Gold Jacket, which is great because we're going to finish by looking at the class of 2022 prospective entrance to the Pro Football Hall of Fame coming Uh out of the weekend that was. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. And this is Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum,
0: you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
5: Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
1: to start listening welcome back in fox sports radio the jason smith show with mike arm and ben mallard coming up on these airwaves coming up 10 minutes from now uh bucky brooks in for jason smith tonight we've had a blast talking about all the goodness in the national football league prognostication bucky getting ready uh for the cleveland browns and jaguars exhibition game odell beckham jr back out on the field Mm. Baker Mayfield looking to get his giant bag uh, as well.
6: He, I don't know if you saw his press. Or he's a little frothy about that. Like he doesn't want to talk about it. Doesn't doesn't care about it. That's what he said. Yeah, I
1: don't care about it. In other words,
6: why it. isn't mine done? Yeah, I don't care about it. But I'm sure he saw that thing scroll across the ticker, $258 million.
1: With the 150 plus guaranteed. Mm, yeah, yeah, that'll do but it.
6: I but I don't care about that. $43 million a year. Nope. I don't care about that at all.
1: I mean, I, I get you want to deflect the conversation, but it's there. You might as well acknowledge it. Yes. Right? It is absolutely just make there. make your statement and be done with it. Yeah. The more you try to, ah,
6: oh, I'm not no, hearing I'm not, that. Yeah, no, I'm focused.
1: Nobody, nobody buys I it. I can't even
6: think about that. That's not, that's not my job. Come yeah, on,
1: Yeah, because what happens to you? Yeah. You're going to get absolutely murdered <laughs> in bloody red ink if you have a bad outing out the gate. Right? I mean, that's the way this works. I mean, it does it does. It's work. weighing on his mind. It is, look!
6: It is, it is. It is It is. weighing. But
1: if he has a bad game, that's what it becomes. Like, oh, now you shouldn't pay him. Because look, it gets in his head.
6: I know. But if I'm the Browns, I slow play this one. If I'm the Browns, I slow play his negotiation all the way out. Now, it could backfire. It could be another Dak Prescott situation, but I slow play. I'd but, be, but I'd rather I'd do slow. that, I yeah, tell you, I'd Bucky. I'd,
1: I'd rather do it the other way and make... And if I, it cost me a couple of bucks, it cost me a couple of bucks. The last thing I want to do is have an—and an, I've, I've been consistent with this—is have a Jared Goff situation where oh. where I pay the guy, mm. and then all of a sudden I'm like, eh. And that buys yeah. right away? Yeah, right yeah. away. Right away. Like, but oh. that's the problem. It wasn't a year and a half into the deal. It was <laughs> right away. Wait, is that ink dry? Is that one of those erasable ink pens that we had as kids that still left smears all over the place?
6: And so that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing for the Browns they have to do is separate the team performance from Baker's individual contribution to the team. Because the team performance, the team is going to win because the team is set up to win. But then can you look at Baker and make a clear objective evaluation in terms of how much he really helps and enhances that offense? Um, does he take him to an A-level because of his talents uh, if he doesn't then does he do something else where they can kind of like figure it out I, I, it's, it's going to be a tough one I think the best thing the Browns can do is play it out one they've already picked up the fifth year option so he plays on the fifth year option and then you have an opportunity to franchise Baker Mayfield twice before he goes to the open market um, unless he gives me a team friendly deal I'm going to take it to term
1: Yeah, I think I I weighed it out, right? Mm -hmm. And and even when I have a guy, because look, as much as I love Josh Allen, I was banging the drum for him a couple of years ago saying, just wait, it's going to get there. And then he has the breakout year. It's still one year.
6: So that's the funny thing. The funny thing about Josh Allen, everyone is lauding the deal. Hey, good for him for getting his money, but you take away that. He had never averaged over 200 pass yards per game.
1: That's what I mean. It's like I, as much as I liked what I saw in the player and the potential. Look, the guy that really gets paid now is is Jordan Palmer. Like his oh, hourly yeah. rate for oh, working with
6: a quarterback just went through the roof. I mean, it goes, it goes, it goes through the roof. Yeah, because Jordan Palmer has done a really good job with. Josh. And look, I'm going to give Josh Allen credit for He has he worked, improved. He worked
1: hard, he absolutely. Worked his tail no off. question he is, about he it. He has
6: improved. The big thing will be this year, what does he look like? But, hey, the Buffalo Bills did not want to get caught up dealing with the economics. They they see the market and where it was going. They're like, hey, we'll just settle on cost certainty. And even if we overpay a little now, it'll be more than worth it in the long run unless he just absolutely falls off a cliff when it comes to his athleticism. And I just can't see that happening.
1: Which is when we get into all that offset language of rookie contracts. Mm -hmm. All right, last thing. We had the Hall of Fame over the course of the week had A lot of great speeches, great moments. Charles Woodson and Peyton Manning, Jimmy Johnson. We played the Edgar and James earlier in the show. Podcast goes up in about 15 minutes. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio, download it, give it five stars. We'll love you forever. Starting to look ahead for next year. And certainly people uh, will flap their gums a lot about Tony Romo. Like he's not a Hall of Famer, uh, to me. So Steve Smith, Demarcus Ware, Andre Johnson. If I told you mm. you had to put chips behind one of those three guys, where's it go?
6: Demarcus Ware. Uh, I think Demarcus Ware. Maybe he has either two seasons with twenty sacks, or maybe three seasons with twenty sacks. I'm gonna put him in. I think when you start getting to the wide receivers, Steve Smith, Andre Johnson. It's tough, man, because there's such a backlog of guys with big numbers just because of the error and how much the ball was thrown. I'll go with DeMarcus where I think he's the safest one to say, oh, yeah, d where you get in.
1: Yeah, it's tough because I heard a little bit uh, Dan Beyer talking with T.J. Hushmanzada on air earlier, and T.J. started going down the list of Chad Johnson and his stats. I and think Chad people, Johnson doesn't get a nod think, at all.
6: I think people forget about how dominant Chad Johnson was because some of it got lost in like the tomfoolery the th- that he theatrics. was doing. But Absolutely, yeah. But there's a six-year window where this guy was putting up fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred yards a year, just dominating on the perimeter. He should be in the conversation for sure as a Hall of Famer.
1: So you had two thousand eight with Ware with twenty sacks. 2011, he had 19 and a
6: half. Yeah,
1: and There you have it. He's Bucky Brooks. Thanks for sitting in. I'm Mike Harmon. Ben Mallard coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. When you drive a vehicle
0: so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner.